0: You're listening to Men of Abundance episode 204 with Christy Garcia and today we're talking about making mindful choices. What is going on, all of you amazing, abundant leaders out there? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community. And today we are paying it forward in a big way, talking with Christy and talking about mindful choices. And I bring this up every once in a while when we're talking with female guests, when we're talking with the ladies. This is Men of Abundance, and we do gear the message towards men. But let's face it, guys, we have a lot to learn from women and Christy works directly with men. But here's the thing, and this is something that has rang true since I've been doing this, since I've been talking with men and talking with other men who work with men and other women, and actually women who work with men, is most men just don't get into having these type of conversations. They Most men don't really get into going to these retreats like we're going to talk about with Christy, and Once those that do, those that are apprehensive and they do get into the conversation and they do attend these uh, men's retreats to get this type of knowledge and really get to know ourselves in a much deeper connection so that we can have a deeper connection in relationships with our family and with our coworkers, with our bosses, with everybody in our lives. Every single man that I've talked to has said, why the hell didn't I do this years ago? I would have been so much better off. So here's the thing. I want to send a message out there to you ladies who are listening because it is through you that we will be able to reach the men in your life, not just your spouse, but also your the, the boys in your life, your, your kids, your nephews, your grandparents, You know, your grandfather, your uncles. All of these guys need to be reached out to and share this episode and other episodes with them. But through your encouragement, they just may get the desire to take a chance and attend one of these retreats and get into these conversations that we're having here at Men of Abundance because they already love, know, and trust you. And they know that you want the best for them. So ladies, make sure you're sharing Men of Abundance with all of the men in your life because most of them aren't seeking out this type of information. And once they get a hold of it, and they realize this is what's been missing in my life, I've needed to have these conversations, these real deep, true conversations with men who are strong men, who are on their journey, and really want the best for them, as opposed to some of the destructive behaviors that many of us guys get into, which are nothing more than going every once in a while during football season, baseball season, basketball, whatever, and... Watching the games together and then talking about the players and not talking about our own lives and then, you know, God forbid, you know, going to uh, strip clubs and, and other bars and stuff like this that just really are not um, conducive with the lifestyle that you know that you want your man to have. So introduce them to men of abundance, introduce them to other podcasts that are talking to men And introduce them to these men's retreats and and encourage them to go not let them go it's important that you encourage them to get involved in these type of retreats and go on these retreats on a regular basis they're gonna come back a better man they're gonna come back a better person than they were when they left and they're gonna serve you much better as well and I'm just telling you I know this from personal experience I know this from my own experience and I know this from the experience of many Men and women who I've talked to, who have had men come back from these retreats, and it just reinvigorates the relationship, not only with you as the spouse, as the girlfriend, but also with the kids, also at work, in the business, and it just it just goes on and on the benefits of attending a quality uh, men's retreat. So our featured guest today is Christy Garcia, and Christy Garcia is a leadership coach and founder of the Mindful Choice Coaching. She helps fast-growing companies maximize the impact of their leadership and management teams through self-awareness, ownership, communication, and alignment. Some of the companies she has worked with include Airbnb, Twitter, Sunroom, and Oakley. Christie's latest project is focused on building programs, masterminds, and adventure retreats for men to help them set up their leadership, maximize their career, improve their relationships, and live a more successful life. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Christy Garcia. Christy, welcome to Men of Abundance. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks to have uh, for having me on, Wally. I appreciate it.
0: It is my pleasure. It really is. Where are you at in the world?
1: I'm out in California, the central coast, so the San Luis Obispo area.
0: Okay. I've been around California a little bit, but San Francisco when I was a really, really young man. Uh, because mm-hmm. my grandmother lived out in Sacramento, and we went and visited Sa- San Francisco. Just had to do that, I guess. And um, I love San Diego. That's where I spent most of my time. I've been to L.A. on some jobs and stuff when I was a young man, but uh, I dig San Diego. I like that area. But other than that, I haven't been. I know California's got so much to offer.
1: It is a massive state. Yes, uh, I did actually live in Sacramento and San Francisco for a while. Um, Great cities, but yeah, I, they're they're crazy busy. San Diego's, you get all of it, you get the chilled California vibe, but you still have Mm -hmm. enough city that you're, got some culture around there, but it's not quite as crazy as the Bay Area, for sure.
0: Yeah, I know the Bay Area is nuts, it's absolutely, it was a lot to take in as a little guy, I mean, I remember going to the Wax Museum, and, you know, seeing Alcatraz, (laughs) and and then finally when the the fog cleared, or whatever, you know, all the clouds and everything cleared, we were able to see the Golden Gate Bridge, and then it disappeared again, so... <clears throat> that was a pretty interesting time.
1: Absolutely, we used to call the uh, the fog Carl.
0: Here comes Carl again. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. moving it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I heard that once before. That's very interesting. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I laugh Got about a personality that of its own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. I love that. So before we get too much into our conversation, I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude. What do you had to be grateful for today?
1: Oh, that's such a. Great question. um I am just blessed to be healthy and happy today. It's a beautiful day here. I've got friends in town um, visiting, and I just blessed to have healthy, happy family and friends absolutely.
0: That is exciting. I like to have friends in town um being as far out as I am, I don't always get a lot of friends in town, but I, funny is, I have a grade school friend of mine who I've known since grade school. He's out here working for the year and uh, from Arizona. And we've been going out and, you know, catching up and hadn't talked to, you know, talk to each other a little bit on Facebook and stuff. But it's cool to be able to sit down and, you know, have a meal and a few drinks and catch up. It's pretty interesting how our lives have changed in the last, you know, 30 years.
1: Absolutely. It's wild how, how much life can just change in five years, especially, right. you know— uh... I think there's a point where right now all my friends are getting married and have a baby, so you you don't see each other for a year or two. <laughs> life can completely, completely different. It's absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like,
1: prior life was crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, too, sometimes with those reunions. You know, you think you remember somebody, like, from high school or something like that, and then you meet up, and you're like, okay, this... <laughs> <laughs> right this guy is like whoa not not the person I would you know sit down and have family a family dinner with anymore uh not the person I thought I remembered from high school you experienced right?
1: that right or they're the exact same person you that they were in high school and nothing's changed oh
0: yes yes and I don't know which is worse right? A lot, right exactly <laughs> that's You're a like, very good point it. <laughs> yeah no, that is a good point who really changed right
1: yeah absolutely you might have been the problem not them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly because
0: I do think back on some of the stuff that I did when I was a kid and who I was as a kid I was an arrogant young man for sure I just knew every darn thing there was to know and um, you know I was you know had long hair Long blonde hair, I was a lot different back then for sure. A lot yeah. has changed. Definitely, definitely don't have that long hair anymore. But in <laughs> any case. Um, Got a haircut. <laughs> before we get, again, also before we get too much into our conversation, I want to give some love to Interview Valet and Karen and Tom and Aaron and Dan. And I, I just miss somebody every time I start mentioning off names. I don't even know why I do it. But I, I the whole team over there Interview Valet are simply amazing for me. As, as the I podcast agree. host, can you share what your experience has been with them?
1: You know, what? they're just they just make it so easy. Um, you tell them the audience you want to talk to and they find great um, podcast hosts that are excited to have you on their show. And uh, every single one I've had through them has just been incredibly um, easy fun and purposeful so it's it's really awesome yeah I can't say enough good things about them
0: very cool so listen for those of you out there who have a message to share and you're having a hard time finding a podcast to get in front of your your specific audience your avatar the people you want to talk to interview valet can find those people for you they can find that podcast and they most likely know the host if they don't they'll create a relationship they will get you on that show. They will coach you into getting on the sh- as far as your conversation with the host. They'll do your, a bunch of your, you know, your one sheet. They'll put you out there on social media. I mean, they just do so much for you as the guest for, on a podcast. So go to Men of Abundance of this episode. Click on the Interview Valet tab down there at the bottom. Get in contact with them and see if they can help you out. Um, they're just amazing, amazing people. Agreed. Awesome. So let me ask you this. How would you describe yourself?
1: How would I describe myself? That is a loaded question, It is. I love it. (laughs) I love that one, too. That's a big one, though. Um, You know, that's a great question. Are we talking personally or professionally?
0: (laughs) Whatever whatever comes to your mind right now.
1: You know, I think um, as a person, I am fun, caring, thoughtful, very intense. Very direct, um, charming, but I can be uh, a little stubborn as well. Mm. Yeah, and um, very ambitious. But I I love balance. I created my business around balance, as I'm sure you appreciate living in Hawaii. I'm definitely focused on practicing what I preach, which is making sure that I prioritize the people that I love and the things I say I want in my personal life just as much as I do my professional. So creating a lot of conscious balance in my life is really,
0: really important to me. It's extremely important and I already knew that about you based on what I had, you know, Interview LA, sent me a bunch of information about you. I looked at your website and the bottom line is, you know, you have masterminds, you help people advance and their, maximize their career, but also improve their relationships and live more successful life. And i found, personally, and we're going to get into this conversation much more, much deeper, because that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation with you specifically is, yeah, careers are important. We have to, you know, have things, ways to add value to the community and add value to people other than just our immediate family. And, of course, got to make a few bucks, right, to, uh, to survive in this society that we live in. But too many people, and this is my experience, the guys that I talk to, they're they're doing very well they're very successful on the surface by most people's standards but when you mm-hmm. dig into it the reason why they contact me specifically is because and people like me and yourself is their relationships are in shambles they, yeah. they and sometimes the family member will contact me and say hey can you work with this guy can you contact yeah I, 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 that's great I would love to do that but that guy's got to want to do do the work as well but um, bottom line is relationships are extremely important once you get those relationships right at home and professionally and personally then your career just catapults what is your experience absolutely. with that?
1: absolutely I, I mean I think you nailed it absolutely I um, have had the same experience working with a lot of these guys uh, in the corporate arena and you know they're doing great things in business and they're happy and they're successful but then once you dig just a little bit and take a little bit of that onion layer off you, you start to hear more of that, well, I'm fine, things are okay, life is good. And it truly is good and fine and okay, but there's not a lot of excitement, not a lot of engagement beyond the um, the passion for their careers. And it comes back to they've, they've gotten lazy at home and they're not um, engaged in their relationships anymore and they're not actively living and participating. they just going with the motions, you know, going through the motions on a daily basis. And they want more, they're bored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, definitely hear that. And you know, the, the latest program that I'm working with is called the manifesto and it's designed specifically for that reason of wait, how to proactively create those relationships, um, and to be successful at life just as much as you're successful at work before it's, you know, too late before you have to fix a problem, because that is exactly the motto that happens within the male arena is they, they don't, Take care of things and t- and invest the time until something's broken. And now mm-hmm. let's fix it. And they'll put all their energy into it, but it's too late. Um, so you hear time and time again these relationships that suffer, and they um, they don't they don't know why that they were so out of the loop. I, I've heard probably three times over the last four months. My wife cheated on me. I had no idea she was so unhappy. It's like, Mm well, hello. How on earth did you not know your wife was so unhappy? (laughs) How disengaged were you? Um, You know, so it's just bringing that consciousness to life. Uh, We business strategize our business every day. We talk about our goals, we talk about our outcomes, we talk about our teams, and we build them up and, you know, we train everybody. And then you say, well, how much have you invested in life? And there's deer in headlights. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. It's a sad thing to face, but I think our world is ready for this change and ready for guys to step more into this proactive way of being, which is really cool that there's people like you out there doing this work. And I think there's a lot of other coaches like us in this arena playing with um, the guys who are ready to step up and show up 100% every day, not wait till things are broken.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You. You're absolutely correct. There's a huge need for this and being in the circles that I'm in there are quite a few guys that are out there doing certain things and and in their own way and creating Mm -hmm. these groups for men to come together and truly talk about what's going on in their lives and also how to deal with certain things that are happening at home but also be be proactive and be intentional about the relationships that's where a lot of guys miss the boat because like you said why fix what's not broken well you're not seeing under the hood you're not yeah. even lifting the hood to see that, you know, there's a bunch of stuff under there that shouldn't be there. We're going to get more into what specifically you do, because I really dig what you have going on with the mindful choice coaching and mindful choice. I love that term to begin with. But before we do that, I really want to get into this kick in the gut moment, because I know you have a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there are, are a couple. These are important to to bring out, guys, because it's important to understand that even though It looks like Christy's got it all put together and she's always had it together and nothing goes wrong in her life. It's important to realize that, yes, it does. And this is what we do about it. This is what people that want to move forward and first help ourselves and then help others. uh, This is how we get out of that funk and how we get, how we overcome those kick in the gut moments. Sometimes we don't fully overcome them, but at least we, we confront them and move on. So if you could share that kick in the gut moment with us and really make us feel that.
1: Yeah, you know, I've um, I've had several, obviously, we all have if we've made it to a certain point in life. Um, it's, I, I believe it's how aware we are of those kick in the gut moments. Um, so one of my most obvious ones was probably when I was 29, I, um, I was doing great, had a great career, had a great uh, life in San Francisco, tons of friends, traveled a lot, you know, did what I wanted. But um, if I stopped long enough, I realized that I was looking for more as far as a relationship and a family and all that good stuff. And so uh, one morning I actually fell off of my 30 foot balcony. and obviously, you know God's way of saying, "Hey, you are not going to listen to your own gut. I'm going to just throw you off and make you see it and hear it and feel it." <laughs> um, so yeah, I had I had this massive fall, and I think it was the it was the kick in the gut that I needed to stop long. If I was injured long enough to have to have a moment and really get clear on what I was missing in my life, and um, everything I now teach really was something I had to learn back. Um, in my early 30s of how to be emotionally available, how to connect with people beyond just the social fun um, you know, girl that I was that could talk to anybody and make friends anywhere. Uh, so I, I used to justify that as deep, meaningful relationships. And the reality was is I had a lot of relationships. I was incredibly uh, social and I had a ton of friends. Um, but in this process, I learned there's a difference between good friends, meaningful relationships, and acquaintances. And that was really mind blowing for me. So, with business, um, it taught me that I needed to move out of the city, buy a house, establish some roots, make some space for that next chapter. And I started my business, my leadership coaching business, Mindful Choice, um, and started dating and learning so much more about myself and realizing that, you know, just because you have success in your career and with business, at the end of the day those superficial things don't fulfill you, they don't um, they don't leave your heart feeling satisfied at the end of your days. And it was such a good reminder and a great lesson when I was in medical cells. Uh, my prior life was 10 years in the medical arena and I would walk the hospitals daily and I got to where I would walk into these hospital rooms that when someone was by themselves and I'd get really curious and get to know them a little bit and figure out why are they alone? and it always came down to um, most of them were men and most of them always said I worked too much. I didn't pay attention to the people that mattered most. I lost my family even though I worked so hard to provide for them it wasn't enough. Um, I should have said I'm sorry when I did something wrong instead of my pride and my ego wouldn't let me. And it was just these constant reminders of how easy it is we get wrapped up in life and our to-do list and our tasks and our goals uh, professionally that we forget about life today. And before you know it, you're 60 and you're retired and there's nothing there to show for it except for maybe a fancy car and a big house. But the house is empty and the car, you know, is sitting out there getting dust on it because you have no one to drive it with like it's just again a great reminder of what we have to show up every day and invest in both of our lives Um, so yeah I've created programs now that fulfill that and I think that was the biggest thing that like I said at the beginning I am so committed to having that balanced life now because I know I can get wrapped up in the daily task and the professional goals if I don't consciously every day say who matters today who do I need to call who do I need to stay in touch with Um, what do I need to do to take care of me and it's been great.
0: Yeah, it sounds great. So I got to ask you just to appease my curiosity. Yeah. How do you fall <laughs> out of a wind how did, how, did, <laughs> how did this fall happen? What was going on there?
1: You know, that's such a good question. Um, I fell. I was walking my dog at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Um, just had decorated my house for a holiday party. It was the week before Thanksgiving. And I got locked out of my house and it happened all the time in this building. And for some reason we thought it was very safe to crawl through our, down our fire escape and into our kitchen window. Um, this particular morning, because I just put up some glass Christmas trees in front of my window, I needed my neighbor to hold them and watch my dog. And so instead of us going through the roof and down the ladder, which goes directly into the window, we walked a platform. And as I was walking on the platform, I emptied, uh, exited her bedroom window and uh, walked right into the two-by-two two manhole and just fell right down it it was mm. pretty gnarly yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I know it's you a crazy up, crazy man. story totally it was it was definitely a very interesting day to say the
0: least <laughs> absolutely And and what does that do you know as you're, One, you're laying there and you're just in disbelief, I'm sure, that that just happened. Then you're in disbelief that, am I still alive? Did I survive this? And then you feel the pain. This is the experience that I'm, I'm hearing from other people. I just had a conversation um, that posted, actually, um, episode 191 with Rob Decker, who literally threw himself out of a third-story window. That's a whole different story. You'd have to go listen to that one. But, um, and another guy who fell as a child um, from a railroad track. And they explain wow. this. So, what's going through your head when you finally stop falling? And
1: you know, it's so crazy. Even today, I feel like it wasn't me that fell. Um, I so when I walked through, I always tell people it's like the Kylie, oh the uh, Wiley Coy- Coyote. Mm-hmm. You know how when he walks into the black hole, you always hear him go, "Hoo hoo hoo It sounds so it stupid, <laughs> but I remember it. He, I remember hearing that voice. It was the oh most bizarre goodness. thing ever. I remember hearing that, and luckily, I'd already started my coach training, and so there was a lot of, you know, inner peace around stuff. And I, um, I just remember saying, "Okay, if I'm, I, this is bad, and I just kind of need to take a deep breath and trust that if I'm supposed to survive this, I will." Um, and I remember just taking a deep breath, and then I don't remember anything out that, after that. I knocked myself out on the second floor, and I kind of just my uh, poor gr- neighbor, my girlfriend, she. Uh, she was watching this whole thing happen, and she said it was just this bizarre thing where I kept doing these turns, like my body would just manipulate perfectly to fit through each hole um, versus, you know, being mangled by this two by two hole. And so I fit through three of those um, two by two holes somehow magically, and it was wild. So I landed on all on my wrists and my knees. And so I didn't have any major impact, which is why I'm alive today. Um, but it was crazy. I think because I knocked myself out, one that helped me just be a noodle. Mm-hmm. But when I actually woke up, that's the only thing I remember is, okay, can I move my limbs? You know, being in the medical industry, it's always like, can you move your limbs? Mm-hmm. Great, right, I can wiggle my toes, I can wiggle my fingers, I can feel them all, I think I'm okay. Um, and you know, I, again, I think God and every angel out there was on my side. It wasn't my time to go. So it was such a wake up call for me. I, I walked away. I had five stitches on my chin and I was in the ER for three hours. I mean, it was just a nuts, wow.
0: nuts, nuts, wow. nuts,
1: nuts, day. Yeah. yeah so amazing story. Um, you know, yeah, it was, a, it was eye opening.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and of course you mentioned divine intervention. <clears throat> there is no doubt about that. When it's your time, it's your time, no matter what happens. Um, yeah. But in the, another interesting thing that you said was that you had the inner peace already because you were already starting your coaching business. You already had this, and I call it resilience. In the military, I'm a, I was a master resiliency trainer, and a lot of being resilient in various situations and these kick-in-the-gut moments that we talk about so much is having the inner peace. So it's just amazing that you were able to go into that with that mindset at that point in time.
1: You know, looking back, I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, I I mean, I knew I was, you know, pretty self aware and all that good stuff. But yeah, it was, it took, uh, helped me be very, very aware of that level of inner peace. And it was like, okay, I, I live well every day. And if this is it, this is it. I guess this is a story everybody will get to talk about <laughs> for
0: a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrible, it's, but, yeah,
1: inexperienced yeah.
0: to say the least, um, to right. tell, to tell the grandkids about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You yeah. just have to trust the process. Did I ever tell you about the time? Yes. I remember. But um, I, I, can, I know I'm going to have a lot of those conversations with my grandkids when I have them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Mindful Choice. Absolutely love that again, like I already said. So, And you got the manifesto you already kind of briefly touched on a little bit. What specifically are you doing with that? And, and who specifically are you working with?
1: Yeah, so I started Mindful Choice about seven years ago. And... Um, The whole point was how to be more mindful, how to be more intentional in your life, and then how to choose to be happy. Uh, Really being conscious and intentional. I'm a big believer that everything we do revolves around self-awareness and ownership um, in order to be successful in our relationships, in our career. So I started the business as a leadership development organization um, for fast-growing companies. I've worked with Airbnb, Twitter, um, Sunrun, many other startups out there, and I've also worked with you know, construction companies and banking industries, and what I have come to found is about 95% of the people I work with tend to be men um, over the last five years, and so I started this new platform called The Manifesto. And both of the platforms really just come back to um, teaching people how to maximize their impact, how to be more aware of their actions, why do they do what they do, how to change what they do and be more effective. Um, So I have a tool that I use that's very uh, great to help one see the reality. You know, our reality is our reality, and we can deny it all we want, but when we have people saying, oh, this is how you impact me, and this is how you show up, a lot of times our ego wants to tell us that's just not true. Um, So it's it's a great reality check for people to just see, hey, we usually think we show up either better than we do or not as well as we do. So we always have this ego that's trying to prove itself to the world. And I'm a, I am just like to help everybody realize that your ego is not your enemy. And the more you understand it, the more you can manage it to make it your, um, your strength and to use it to maximize that impact and know when it's giving you a warning and know when it's making you not your best self. So my whole thing is, how to be 1% better every single day, how to show up and you know, whether it's to be a leader and uh, a better boss at work and improve those communication skills or if it's at home to be able to show up and be more engaged with your kids, be a better dad, a better father um, or a better husband. You know, Wherever it is that you feel you can be 1% better then I wanna be able to help give you the tools, give you the consciousness to show up in that arena.
0: Yeah. And you know, you just said 1% better. Guys, listen to that terminology that she's using right there. So many people think when you have to make a drastic change, I don't call it change as much as I call it just improvement. You're just improving upon Mm -hmm. your mindset and improving upon who yourself, but you only need to change 1%. I mean, think about every time. And I always like these analogies, like an aircraft, an airplane flying from Hawaii to New York, it's constantly correcting one to two percent from one way to the other to stay on course, and it's making a big change—one percent off—and they're 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 in Russia, you know, or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, so you don't have to make drastic changes. And I say that because that's where I find so many guys, so many people—they find the fear in. I just don't know that I can make that much change, and you don't have to. It's little things that you make. Absolutely. So you know, you've talked to as you as you've mentioned that, you know, Airbnb, Twitter, uh, Oakley. I mean, so how do you communicate and how do you how does that look working with these particular companies? Are you working with like the, the corporate executives, the, the the employees, the staff, or the individuals that you're working with in those companies?
1: Um, all of the above. So a lot of what I do tends to focus on um, the management teams. So whether it's bottom level or first line management all the way up to executive level, and there's group and individual coaching involved. So I'm a big believer that these have to this is ongoing training. Like you said, having a coach is so important in life. Nothing's an easy fix. And when you're talking about changing someone's behaviors and belief systems, we all need someone externally to give us, mm-hmm new tools and so with uh, these organizations I build six and 12 month programs to just help individuals um, and groups work more effectively. So most of the time there's usually 10 to 15, 20 people that they put into this group program and built into that six months there is either uh, you know monthly workshops as a group and then individual coaching sessions in between or um, offsite executive. Uh, retreats to really create some of that strategy, build some, uh, get some of the team building going, and just more self awareness and ownership as a team as a whole, so that each individual can be more effective. Uh, one of my, you know, big skills is to help people communicate more effectively and understand different personality types, so that they can really. Um, reach across the aisle and motivate and inspire. You know, I'm a big believer, we can't change anyone, so we can only change ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there saying, oh, it's someone else's fault, or I'm not getting this because of that person, or this person's holding me back, uh, you need to look in the mirror. There's no way you can change those other people, so how do you learn how to communicate effectively with them when someone else is having Uh, a problem with their ego or struggling with something or not giving you what you want, then I always say, you're probably not communicating it effectively. They're not hearing you. Um, So really making sure that people are aware and taking ownership of their part in every interaction that they have to get more of the results they seek and that i think has changed people's lives dramatically both at work and at home understanding how their ego either makes them show up loud and arrogant or it makes them shut down and go passive and that being able to understand why they do it they can then identify and recognize that in others to be able to change language to pull people into more of that open space versus closing them down or closing themselves down
0: well wow, very cool absolutely and as important as that is in the in In the corporate sector, at the job, in the businesses, how does that translate? As far as when you're working with an individual, you said you work a lot Mm -hmm. with men, because in true fact, we can't change others. So, so many of us want to have a better relationship with our spouse and our children. Yep. Do you involve? Is you know, like you said, you, you you have to. It's it's important to get the whole company involved to make change and within the culture of the company. The same is true within the family, right?
1: Absolutely, and honestly, I think communication is—it's the same everywhere, right? There, if you know how to communicate effectively, you're going to communicate effectively at home and at work. Uh, and that's actually where the manifesto came from. This new platform that I have, that's designed specifically for men, is to help them really recognize where they're falling short at home, because um, the ego you might show up at work with probably looks different than the one you show at home with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so being able to identify, you know, when when do you go along to get along when you really need to have an opinion at home? When do you have too much of an opinion at home that you shut down everybody else in your family? And being able to help them really recognize their role in those relationships at home has, has been absolutely eye-opening, rewarding, and it, it just warms my heart again is why I created this program. I came from a family that um, My parents got divorced when I was in high school, and so I've seen healthy and unhealthy relationships through my whole life and through uh, relationships of my own, and being able to understand that most of the time we are fighting for the same things, but we are just using language that doesn't resonate with the person of a different personality type. Mm. And so teaching people words that shut, shut down their spouse is huge. Teaching them which words shut them down, so they can share that with their spouse, is huge. Or being able to learn how to be just a little more emotional available um, for t- difficult conversations. When you know, a lot of times where people really struggle at home is when something bad happens, whether it's a health issue or an accident or some type of trauma, or even just a heated discussion. It's so personal that we we let the, our ego get the best of us. And so being able to recognize how to stay grounded and how to stay uh, clear on our thoughts and conscious in those moments. So we don't go to our worst self, how to really pull from our best self in those moments.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And uh, so we're at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leadership. ready to do that, Christine? Absolutely. Awesome. Hey guys, I need a huge favor from you and this has very high potential of being very beneficial to you as well. You may or may not know, but I recently launched a new e-learning platform called Abundance and Prosperity Mastery. And this is where I combine the abundance mindset with marketing and business strategies. And I'm in the process of writing a book that specifically details my ability to find a minimum of $10,000 in additional revenue for any industry out there. And I'm convinced I can do this for any industry out there. And I do this in just 45 minutes. And this is a service that I'm currently offering to select clients. So what I'm asking of you as a Men of Abundance listener is if you would consider letting me perform this service for you in your industry, especially if it's an industry I have not worked in yet, and then just use your results as a future case study in my book, either under your business name or anonymously. And again, as a Men of Abundance listener, I won't charge you anything for this service. And all I ask in return is your written permission to use your results for my book. And if I impress you, maybe just a brief testimonial I can use as well. If you're willing and ready to do that favor for me, then send me an email Email to info at apmasterycoach.com. That's alpha papa masterycoach.com. And in the subject line, put 10k book. And then in the body of the email, just put a brief description of what your industry is and maybe a few of your biggest challenges. I will then get back with you with a calendar link so that you and I can get on the line and I can show you how I can find $10,000 of revenue in your business in 45 minutes. And as an added bonus, just for helping me out, I will share with you the three biggest lead generation mistakes small businesses make and how to overcome every one of them. All right, let's get back to the conversation. So share with men of abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today.
1: Um, simple things. One be conscious of your life, you know, where, where can you be 1% better today, tomorrow and the next day and just wake up saying, I want to do this better. And this could be as simple as walking out the door and making sure you give your family kiss or, you know, telling your kids you love them and you're proud of them. That's a big one that guys forget to do. They just assume people know what they're thinking. So make sure you're vocalizing that. Um, two at work, make sure you're speaking your truth and be confident in what you offer. Know your value. So, if something's bothering you, if something's coming up, if you know, if you have wisdom to offer, make sure you're offering it not in an arrogant way and not in a passive way, but very confident. Like this is, you know, why I think it, and this is why it's important. Um, An easy tactic for that is make sure you're always speaking from a place of things are bigger than you. Why does it matter to you? Why does it matter to the person involved, and why does it matter to the customer, the business, um, to the world around us? The more, the further we you can get conversations away from yourself, the more that message is heard, the more relevant your solution or idea is. So making sure you get it really far away from yourself. Um, and then last, I think just making sure you choose, choose to be happy. It's a choice to wake up every day and to be, you know, have a good mood, have a bad mood. You can change it like the weather. I have my first coach told me that and it sticks with me every day is if you wake up grumpy, you have a choice to put your rain boots on and get an umbrella and dance in the rain or wake up grumpy and just be miserable and make everyone else miserable around you. So choose happiness.
0: I love it. I absolutely love that idea of choosing happiness. I totally agree with that. One of the things that I do, and it sounds so silly when I tell guys to do this, that you know they're just having a terrible day, terrible week. I tell them, you know what you do? Just go go in the bathroom, shut the door, and just look in the mirror and think of, you can think of something happy or not, but just smile mm-hmm. at yourself in the mirror. Smile big, huge, right? to where you start laughing. And then somebody's going to be outside the bathroom going, are you okay? Right. <laughs> are you all right? Because you cannot be grumpy with a smile on your face. Absolutely.
1: It's physically impossible. Get goofy. Get out of your head, for sure. Yeah. Crank up some yeah. music. Have a dance party. Do something, for something. sure. I love that. Just smile. Yeah. I mean, look how much we laughed just by hearing that story. Just talking about it.
0: <laughs> Go. You know what? Go on YouTube. Go on YouTube, search Laughing Babies. You, yes. will not, you will not be able to resist.
1: It's so I, I dare true. You. Just joy in your heart is instant.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Just play that in the background while you're driving to work, man. Yep. Uh, so what daily habits make the biggest impact in your life?
1: You know, I think... I can list off the normal routine, but for me, it's really my morning routine. Waking up early, uh, I used to be really, really just like get up early, go work out, and, and my task list started immediately. I've actually gotten away from that, and it's now wake up early enough that I don't have to start my task list immediately, and I can just, you know, read some news, listen to a podcast or an Audible to start my day off positive, drink my cup of tea, and just like have my moment, and then I start my my tasks or my workout or whatever. So I would say that morning routine of just starting with a little peace and self-care is my favorite way to start the day.
0: Yeah, it's extremely important to get your head right before you start getting into the work you love, even if you do love the work you love.
1: Absolutely. It just that makes you your day so busy. <clears throat> Otherwise you're just going through the motions when you're yeah. just busy all the time.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So you mentioned Audible, you mentioned podcast. What do you read or listen to that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and why?
1: Oh, I, um, I love anything that makes you think, so I do, the latest book that I absolutely love is, um, uh, what is it called, Mindset, New Psychology of Success by Dr. Uh, Dweck, Car- Carol Dweck, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. read that one, but it's really fascinating, and you know, it's such a simple book to read, but I think it's great for parents, it's great for individuals, it's great for leaders, and it's such a great reminder that every single one of us gets into a fixed mindset in life. And we have to understand again, go back to that self-awareness and ownership, and recognize when these habits and rituals that we get ourselves into um, hold us back, and we don't even know it. You know, one of the examples is thinking about your daily habits. Like, where where do you get stuck? And it's simple. I ask every single one of my clients, how often do you change your drive to work every day? And you'd be surprised. Some people have been driving the same exact route for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. and um, it's one of those a simple thing of we'll change your route and see what that does for your brain and it was really fascinating everybody that did it they found something new or a new restaurant or a new um, you know just way of being they, they turn a new radio station on and listen to a new newscast uh, it was just it's a fascinating thing of how many things we just get in the habit of doing and before you know it 5, 10, 15 years go by and it's still ha- it's a habit chosen or not good or bad it's just a habit and we're not conscious of it so how to be more intentional in that mindset is really cool.
0: That is really cool because I'm always telling guys, you know, to travel outside their community, travel outside their state. And if they have the means, make the means to travel outside the country. But just this morning, it's funny. It's so funny you say that literally just this morning, I took a different route to work Mm -hmm. and I had been wanting to take this route just to see if it was a quicker route or, and I'd, you know, driven down these roads before, but I never used it to take the route to work. And I did that this morning. And it's so simple to change some of the things that you do as a, as a daily habit, um, like your morning routine. Have a morning routine, but change it up every once in a while. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. Absolutely. That's absolutely. It just re-engages you. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance?
1: <laughs> I think complacency. I think we get into, again, going back to those habits mm-hmm. and routines, we get out of Um, consciously creating our days, creating our moments, creating our actions and our conversations that we just go through the motions, and before you know it, Monday looks like Wednesday, Wednesday looks like Friday, and it's not good, but it's not bad, and everybody's just going through this complacent place in the world and hoping for the best, and I think it's it's the killer
0: of all humans. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you? I
1: think it's waking up, being grateful. You know, that first question you asked is waking up and reminding yourself that, you know what, no matter how rough your day is, there's plenty of things to be grateful for in this world. And um, living life to its fullest every single day without regrets, telling the people you love that you love them, you know, showing up in the actions and the, um, doing the things that you wanna do today. Stop wasting time, stop putting them off, and say the things you wanna say, do the things you wanna do, and show up. I think show up 100% every single day, that way if it is your last day, if you fall off a 30-foot building, you you can have that inner peace and you're not the guy that's sitting in a hospital room with a bunch of regrets or by themselves or wishing you did something differently.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Absolutely love that answer. So we're going to close this up, Christy. Before we do, what did we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today?
1: You know, if um, if anybody is falling into that rut, I do have this new manifesto retreat that we're doing. It is looking for um, just good men who are wanting to be better, who are wanting to take three days to go create their life strategy Um, you know, get out of the business strategy and start strategizing life to make sure all those relationships and those avenues are being invested in as well. So if you're interested in that, check out the website, um, mindfulchoice.com can lead you there.
0: Excellent. Yeah, we'll have that linked up in the show notes for sure. So go check that out, guys. Take a very close look at that. It's important to get out of your normal environment. And when you're going to do things like this, even myself when I'm thinking of some new, um, new blog for my you know new blog post or new video to do, or if I'm thinking about a new chapter for the book, I get outside of my normal routine, my normal area. It's easy for me because I go sit on the beach or I go out back and I look at the stars and whatever, and I can really just think about it and really get into my mind uh, and get very creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you're just kind of stuck with everything else, all the mumbo jumbo going on, all the monkey chatter I call it in your brain. Get out and uh, go do something like this. It, I think it'll just do an amazing thing for your life, for your relationships, and for your business or your your job, whatever the case may be. So, Absolutely. Yeah, very amazing conversation, Christy. Absolutely love everything you're doing. I appreciate everything that you're doing. Is there any other way that we can get in contact with you other than your website, mindfulchoicecoaching.com?
1: Um, you know there's a Facebook page uh, I'm not active super active on social media I'm trying to get better but I will be honest that is <laughs> the nemesis of me um, but yeah so you can find me on Facebook LinkedIn uh, there's a lot of updates on LinkedIn um, with different programs and things I'm doing and if you you know organizations want to do some leadership development with their teams or uh, create some off-site uh, retreat as well they can get me there uh, probably the easiest
0: Perfect. We'll have that linked up in there as well in the show notes. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Go out and live your life of abundance and keep paying it forward. I really appreciate that.
1: Thank you, Wally. You're doing an amazing thing here. It's been a pleasure to visit
0: with you. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Go check out Mindful choicecoaching.com check out the event connect with her see if that's the type of stuff the type of event that you would like to get involved in and then just take action and ladies same thing go ahead and check it out if it's something you know that your man needs the men in your life then take action sign them up for it encourage that they go and attend this event now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward